Now, May 40 here, just pay, pay no attention to the KTLA Channel 5 uh, news truck in the background. Everything's fine, everything's under control. So, hilarious article in the New York Times today, Would You Date a Podcast? Talked about how women hate guys who have podcasts. And so, so many topics to discuss here. One, my presumption is to not dismiss people's opinions and preferences as stupid. So when women overwhelmingly do not like dating guys with podcasts, I believe that comes from an entirely rational and self-interested and adaptive place. Okay, for nine out of ten blokes, right, hosting a podcast or hosting a live stream is going to cause them more harm than do them good. Right, there are just so many opportunities to self-destruct in this medium that uh, it's such an overwhelming current towards self-aggrandizement, towards you know sharing things inappropriately, things that are too dark, too personal, to have you know a grandiose sense of your own importance. There's so many ways to go wrong in this medium, and so women are tapping onto that. Also, you know, a guy who has a podcast or a live stream, he's more likely to, you know, share something private that you would not want made private. And also it taps into the evolutionary fear of public speaking, right? We evolved over tens of thousands of years to live within a tribe, right? And so the downside to public speaking to a tribe that you would likely spend your entire life around, right? That you might upset uh, provoke, disappoint, discourage, <laughs> right, tick off members of your tribe through public speaking is like so overwhelming as opposed to the possible good that could come about through public speaking. So women have an instinctive fear of you know all the, the downsides of, of the public speaking and the, and the broadcasting. Also women are frightened when men feel good. <laughs> Women are frightened when their man feels the most successful. Right? You'll see with Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, right? the more successful Barack Obama is, the more angry Michelle Obama is, right? the more Barack Obama is, is suffering, all right? you know, then you know, the happier Michelle Obama is. So, you know, women are frightened of men who are filled with testosterone. Right? They're frightened of men who feel like they're, they're winning at life. Right? When men are like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I just nailed that, that live stream, that podcast, that scares women. Right? They, don't like, they don't like men who are you know, so exuberant, so full of themselves. Like, such men are dangerous. You know, men you know, coursing around with all that ex extra testosterone, they're dangerous and they're not as easy to control. Right? Women, I think, generally speaking, like to have a sense of control, just like men like to have a sense of control. And we're all you know, battling for power. And so when a man is feeling strong and uh, masculine and you know, filled with testosterone and triumphant, and he feels great about his opinions, he feels so confident and strong in his opinions that he's you know, willing to broadcast them to the world, women overwhelmingly do not like that means the guy is not controllable, it means the guy is dangerous, and when he's so filled with testosterone, so filled with self-confidence that he will broadcast his opinions on 57 different topics you know, to anyone in the world, most women find that frightening.
So, you know, women like to, to bring men to heal. And when a man has a podcast or a man has a live stream, he is not nearly as easily domesticated, right? The podcast bro is not domesticated, right? The podcast bro is still swinging from vines in the forest, so to speak. You know, he's going back to his ancient ape-like ancestors, you know, swinging from vines and feeling triumphant, feeling strong, feeling cocky, feeling confident, trying to conquer the world, right? And that exuberance, that overconfidence, that frightens women, right? Uh, also, when you do a podcast or a live stream, I mean, the odds are about, you know, 19 out of 20 that you'll do more damage to your financial position in life than benefit it. So women are particularly sensitive to the long-term earning potential of their possible mate. And doing a, a podcast and a live stream really threatens your long-term earning potential. It threatens your social position because there are just so many ways that you can you know, tick off people who can then hurt you. I have no idea the number of opportunities or relationships or you know women or... You know, just uh, social connections that I have lost through through blogging, through my online activities, through hosting a live stream. I, I mean, I just don't know. These things just go on behind closed doors and all sorts of doors that I have absolutely no idea of. They're just pretty much permanently closed to me because I've been so outspoken online. Now, obviously, I'm not, not a bloke who is uh, you know, filled with uh, anxiety, despair, defeat, uh, disappointment, uh, rage against the dying of the light. Now I'm willing to, to pay the price. Men are more romantic. Men have more of a, a dream to change the world than, than women. Like women interpret everything. How does this affect me and the people I love? Now, men are the big thinkers. So you know, they think about public policy, and social implications and culture wars and things like that. You know, women are much more pragmatic. And if you're pragmatically focused, then, yeah, dating some guy with a podcast is, uh, is not really going to be so attractive. Now, at the same time, I don't think most sane men would want to date a woman with a podcast where she was revealing a lot of private things. There was just an article in the New York Times about this, this woman... We started 10 years ago, she started posting really intimate selfies and talked about her battle with borderline personality disorder and her time in a mental institution and her suicidal tendencies. And like borderline personality disorder, that's, you know, that according to a lot of mental health professionals is incurable. And so a woman is talking about such intimate things, overwhelmingly men are not going to find that attractive, or a woman who's trafficking her sexuality and her body and her looks. And overwhelmingly, men are not going to want to make a long-term commitment to such a woman. So, so too, men, you know, are trafficking their soul. Right? Anyone who does a regular live stream, blog, uh, podcast is selling their soul. Right? You're you're using your soul to manufacture content, and that that takes a toll on the person who's retailing his soul and those people who are connected to the person who is selling his soul day in, day out on, on a live stream. So, you know, women 
women women like you know a special connection like women want to know that there's something that you know there are things that the man is only going to tell her and when he starts broadcasting you know intimate ideas to the world women don't really like it and so it's the it's the retailing of your soul it's the retailing of of intimacies it's the retailing of secrets it's the merchandising of, of secrets that, uh, that that frightens women and uh, doing this right it does it gives you an exaggerated sense of your own wisdom your own importance uh, your own righteousness your own reach your own influence and women are not thrilled with a guy who's you know too out of touch with reality he gets particularly out of touch with his own relative importance his skill level uh, his wisdom his reach you know, his ability to change things in the world right so I think that's part of it and then I think it uh, it deters women because they think of uh, they think the guy is just full of himself. Like if he's so confident that he can just you know, share all these opinions for the world to, to create a podcast, it just seems egotistical. So if you were to write an autobiography, all right, and put it online, you know, most people would consider that egotistical, uh, that you've got you know, a grandiose sense of yourself. Like why would anyone care? So that's kind of a bottom line human reaction to anyone who starts a podcast or writes an autobiography or does a live stream. It's like, why would anyone care? You must have you know, an exaggerated, distorted sense of your own wisdom to, to do such a thing. And that means you're out of touch with reality. It also makes you dangerous in that you could you know, reveal things about other people. It could be destabilizing to a community, makes your friends unsafe feel unsafe because you know what if you take something that they say and then turn it into a podcast and then I think it also seems really effeminate to women like a man just sitting around in a park yakking just sharing his feelings and his opinions and his experiences and his ideas it just seems effeminate to women I think you know, women prefer the guy who's more of a doer than a talker also, it d distracts men from earning a living. And so, is it, there's a new Netflix movie, something about people like you, where there's a character, I think a Jewish character, he wants to quit his job so he can just devote himself full-time to his hip-hop podcast. <laughs> and the woman's not so impressed. Right, so it's an increasing theme in popular culture, like how much women despise the podcast bro. And uh, I, I've had women who've read my blog and think, you know, wow, you know, you disclose way too much. I, I just, I'm sorry, I just don't feel, just don't feel safe around you. That nothing good can happen with a woman until she feels safe. And women are not going to feel safe, generally speaking, with a podcast, bro. So as long as they don't feel safe, nothing good's going to happen. Right? It's not going to go anywhere. So. So many different angles to this. Is a man going to you know, allow himself to, to give up something that he loves you know, for, for his wife? Like I'm thinking of 
the people I know who've gotten fired for their blogs, their social media, for their, for their podcasts, their live streams, and instability, particularly financial instability, is, is frightening to women. Social disgrace, right? You can very easily move into social disgrace from doing a live stream. Absolutely frightening to women. They'll cry themselves to sleep at night. We are live in downtown Los Angeles, my friend. It's about 58 degrees, somewhat sunny Monday afternoon. So, yeah, anyone with a podcast or a live stream can easily lose touch with reality and say, you know, all sorts of things that are going to cause havoc for, for the spouse and for the family and for his, for his friends and community. There's an old saying that uh, once there's a writer in the family, the, the family is finished. Right? Having a writer in a family can be tremendously destabilizing. And so having a writer in the family, right, that's a little bit like having a podcaster in the family. Or a live streamer in the family. Like it, it just makes people feel ill at ease, you know, wary. I mean, the immediate human reaction is like, who the hell is going to care what you have to say, mate? People want to need, need to put other people in, in a box, right? So it takes energy when people get outside a box and uh, act in their ways that we don't expect. And so, you know, someone starts doing a podcast, right? That's uh, unexpected. Yeah, watch out for little Apollo Creed. Right? It's just unexpected. You have, to, you have to think more about them. And that's tiring, right? We only have so much energy. And when we have to think more about someone, when we have to think, you know, put, put them in some kind of new category or think, you know, some new way to understand them, all right, we have to do extra work and nobody wants to do extra work. So would you date a woman with a podcast? I mean, I would, but I'm not normal. <laughs> so I've dated women who are like equally as narcissistic as I am. I think, you know, Holly Randall, the, the photographer and the writer, right? We were like two narcissists in love. But uh, that's not usually a, a recipe for lasting love. Now, if you're able to make a good living from it, then women will respect it. Like if you get prestige, and if you get income, then women will be much more open to the benefits of your live streaming and your podcast. And another issue here is that uh, you know, men often want support from women. You know, want their admiration, yearn for female adoration. And uh, this often you know, gives off weakness. And so you have to learn to stand on your own two feet. You'll find your podcast babe someday, just keep at it. Yeah. So men have to learn to stand on their own two feet. If you're, if you're dedicated to your podcast or to your live stream and you've got something important and valuable to say, then you don't need to have the woman in your life applauding you or even supporting you, right? Support is something that you should get when you're on your deathbed. Right? Prior to your deathbed, right, there's no need for you to go get support, all right? You know, a bloke who can stand on his own two feet doesn't need support. 
you start up a podcast or a live stream, right? You shouldn't expect or need support from your friends, from your family, from your woman. You should do work that is so important, so wise, so profound, so life-changing, so entertaining, so thrilling, so funny, that it is uh, self-verifying. You don't need everyone else to you know, line up behind you and implore it and say, oh, no, this is great, good on your 40. So, just like a man who wanted to quit his job to become a poet, or like even a regular bloke who spends 10 hours a week you know, writing poetry, I think most women would find that kind of disturbing, most, most spouses. But if the work is good, right, if it is self-verifying in its importance, then you should be after, you know, keep it up, even though you're not getting the applause. So I know when I've done a good live stream or a good podcast or a good blog post, because it is you know, self-verifying. I can watch it, listen to it, read it, get pleasure from it. And if I get pleasure from it, I know that other people will get pleasure from it too. To be continued, what do you think? Would you date a podcast babe or a podcast bro?